If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, the sex and relationship podcast. Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And yeah, we are just two bestest pals talking about all the humping. All humping. <laughs> all of it. All the, we don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not one bit. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I was taking a drink That's there. That's okay. What did we talk about last week, Brian? <laughs> last week, we talked about repressed sexuality, which was a good one. Yeah. And yeah, learned a lot during that. Um, you know, I learned that I'm not repressed as much as I thought I was. Exactly. Yeah. Repressed is less like, it's more like something that stemmed from an early age or yeah. from specific trauma or mm-hmm. like, you know, the way that you were raised. Like, you know, this idea of morality and sex being anti-morality for whatever stupid reason anyone would think that. Mm, right. <laughs> yeah, schools and church ruin it again. Exactly. Yep. So that was pretty much it. But um but very interesting and and you know, good to especially if you have kids to go through that one because there's a lot about how to like prevent that from continuing on into the next generations, which I think we're well on our way to, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you loved that episode, which obviously you did, um, <laughs> uh, you can leave us a kick-ass review uh, on Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, uh, wherever you might be listening to this. That will allow you to do that. And it would sincerely help us out tremendously because... Yeah, because, uh, you know, helps bump us up in the rankings. and uh, Yeah, you bet. Takes two seconds, and it would mean a whole heck of a lot. So You can do it while you're listening. Exactly, yep. Uh, unless you're driving, then hands on the wheel, <laughs> 10 and 2, mister. <laughs> um, then also, uh, if you don't think that that review is enough, that you just feel like you have to do even exponentially more, you can become a Patreon sponsor. And that is just at www.patreon.com slash frankandbeans, all spelled out. Mm-hmm. And in exchange for your kindness, you can get all kinds of fun swag like uh, stickers or uh, smooches from us, <laughs> air smooches or... Virtual smooches. Virtual smooches. <laughs> just kidding. Um, or t-shirts, custom Brian Pruitt original t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you just want to hear about a specific topic or ask us a question or call someone out you don't like on the air uh, for as little as $3, you -hmm. can be a Patreon sponsor or just DM us. You know what? You can DM us. Uh, (laughs) Brian's been Facebook paid for $3 before. (laughs) (laughs) Little weasel on his birthday is so all like, "Hey, who wants to buy me a beer for my birthday?" And it's like, Cook. "I feel like it's smart." You know, <laughs> there was that one time I was just messing around at the bar, and I'm like, "You know what? I'm tired of paying for my own beers. Like, who wants to buy me a drink?" And I got thirty three dollars of donations that night. Hell yeah! For for beer. That's amazing. My birthday is yeah. right around the corner, so I gotta 
yeah just put your cash app link on on the facebook and we you probably won't be able to (laughs) but (laughs) right right but venmo me it's beth fronzak (laughs) so anyway anyway beth are you ready for the fuck yeah news story of the week i always am fuck yeah fuck yeah all right, Bangladesh vaccinates sex workers at largest brothel. Bangladesh. 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 <laughs> I was reading something uh, earlier in the week where, like, Kansas City can't get their hands on enough vaccinations, but there was some small town of 69 people (laughs) that uh, (laughs) um, they received like 2,000 vaccinations. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait, what? What's happening? You're like, that's the story. There was just a town of 69 people. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The end. (laughs) The end. No. um, You know, it's funny because I'm like, you know, I live in Rhode Island now. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Italian population. It's very, very high in Rhode Island. Um, And I feel like I just need to start making friends with people who are more well-connected, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah. No, I can understand that. So, you know, if we have any Italian listeners in Rhode Island who uh, may know anything about any vaccines that fell off a cot somewhere, (laughs) (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) Yeah. Out here, it's the Irish that control the mob. Is it? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. It's the Midwest. I got to... I got a leg up. <laughs> True that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Bangladesh has begun administering coronavirus vaccines to sex workers from the country's largest brothel, a vast warren of shack home to around 1,900 sex workers. Yeah. Bangladesh. 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 But seriously, like, this is okay. You know, before you keep going... The mm. the very fact that they recognize this as a serious issue, you know what I mean? Like obviously yeah. these are the are these, you know, essentially they're admitting that this is a vulnerable population. You know what I yeah. mean? And they understand mm-hmm. that, you know, because this is a very popular profession in a place like this. You know, that if they really want to stop the spread of it, this, these are the people that are the most vulnerable mm-hmm. and most likely to have to, you know, to possibly spread it. So, you know, instead of just being like, oh, well, fuck you, you're a sex worker. You know, if you get a right. disease, it's your own fault or yeah. anybody that has sex with a sex worker. Oh, well, too bad for you. It's your own fault. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're being sure. they're being honest and mature enough to recognize that this is enough of an industry that this is what we need to do as a country. And I think that's baller as shit, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, it it should be, you know, the frontline workers, the hospital workers, EMTs, all that other good stuff. Of course, of course, naturally. And and then, I I mean, people forget about fast food and it's like, do you know, I mean, this is the same thing, Mm -hmm. but, oh, you make $8 an hour, so fuck you. Right. You'll figure it out sometime. Well, or you but know, how many people do they come in contact in a day? How many times? How many different um, debit cards are they handling in a day? Exactly. You know, and I was just watching this thing. Um, a Mayor Pete, you know, is now the 
uh, Secretary of Transportation. So yay for that. But also, you know, he was talking about how being the Secretary of Transportation has a huge part of being the in the tr- coronavirus like task force. You know, because the people that are um, reliant on public transportation are not mm-hmm. going to be able to get it without it. So, you right. know, part of his very first, like, duties is to come up with a plan where people who are reliant, you know, are a lot of those frontline workers, fast food workers, you know, people who don't have their own cars. Like, that's a, millions of fucking people, you know. Right. And he has to come up with a plan to make sure that those populations are able to safely go and get their vaccines, you know. So it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, for sure. So Bangladesh has so far vaccinated nearly 3 million people aged 40 or above with the AstraZeneca jab. Um, I'm sure there's a better word for that, the jab. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that AstraZeneca uppercut? (laughs) Uh, But has has scraped the age restriction for sex workers at the town of, not even going to try that, in the country's (laughs) west. Deladia? Deladia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So at least 100 sex workers have already gotten the anti-COVID-19 jabs, says their health chief. Um, All good stuff. I mean, it's necessary to vaccinate the sex workers. Thousands of people visit the brothel every day, and the sex workers at the massive brothel are most vulnerable to the virus. Like you said, it's... Very mature of them to recognize that. And I don't know what the the country of Bangladesh, what their laws are for brothels and prostitution and sex work. But, you know, maybe it's legal there. I don't know. Whether it's legal or not, it doesn't matter. You know, the the fact is that they're recognizing the fact that this is a very large population and that they are vulnerable. In fact, it says vulnerable, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah for sure. I think that's pretty great, you know, and obviously recognizing being mature enough to recognize that that will help other people within the population who visit the brothel to not get it, you know, is is important, too. So, yeah. Yeah. So, fuck. Cool, yeah, cool. Bangladesh. Fuck. Yeah, Bangladesh. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, Brian Pruitt. <laughs> Today's topic is uh, coming to us from another rabbit hole that I have gone down. And that was, you know, I was just watching some YouTubes uh, this weekend and um, came across a video of one of arguably the greatest and yet most horrifying shows of all time, which uh, led me to continue watching this for the next two days of my life. So... (laughs) (laughs) What is it, you may ask? It is MSNBC and NBC's To Catch a Predator with everyone's favorite host, Chris Hansen. (laughs) And um, if you have never seen this show before, we'll tell you a little bit about it, but I'm sure most of you have, especially if you're listening to this show. Mm -hmm. However, for those of you who need to catch up, To Catch a Predator is an American reality television series in the television news magazine program Dateline NBC. Featuring confrontations with host Chris Hansen. Partly filmed with hidden camera of adult men arriving at a sting house to have sex with a minor and typically being arrested as a result. The minors are adults impersonating underage persons, generally ages 13 to 15 in online chats. 
I hate this. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, the series premiered in November of 2004 and featured 12 investigations in total held across the United States. Yes, you know. USA. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not USA at this point. Okay, okay. Not this okay. time, not this time. Uh, yeah, it's funny because I didn't remember it being that long ago that this was on. But then yeah. now when you rewatch it, like I said, I was watching it on YouTube and it's basically somebody's like copy of a copy and like the quality of the video is absolute garbage. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's so good. It's totally worth like fighting through the like hard to watch. Like, yeah, because it's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, it is. Now, the investigations were conducted as undercover sting operations with the help of online watchdog group Perverted Justice. And, you know, one of the things, too, that sort of happened from here was it actually, the show sort of changed over time. Like, there was the initial to catch a predator, but then there's, like, Predator Raw and Uncut, where they showed all this unforeseen footage. And then there was also um, Hanson versus Predator, which was, like, the next generation of this. After it had, you know, it kind of gained this cult popularity, and then, you know... So they decided to have these like spinoffs of it, but anyway, yeah. But yeah, they all and they so, all invi- involved one of these like watchdog groups. So the initial, you know, one was perverted justice. Then when they moved on to the other ones, there were other watchdog groups that helped them as well. I just you know wanted to make sure that we mentioned that because these are these are people who volunteer their time to do this shit. You know, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and since the third installment, law enforcement and other officials were also involved, leading to. Th- the arrest of the most individuals caught. Yeah. Leading to the arrest of the most of, individuals of caught. Not of gotcha. the most, of most individuals caught. Of most individuals caught. Gotcha. So, yeah. Cool. Like most so of the individuals the, caught. Right. But, gotcha. So for the first three seasons, or the first two seasons, I guess, um, law enforcement was not involved. They would just invite this guy over and be like, hey, you're a piece of shit. Go home. But then they would turn all of that shit over to the police. Gotcha. And then they would eventually get arrested. Now, in the third installment, that's when it starts being like, oh, shit, actually, we should just have the cops there waiting, and then it's, like, better TV. And actually, it's yeah. interesting. There's a lot of reasons that they do it this way, and, like, so, or that they did it this way. So it's they want to make it clear that the sting is NBC's sting, and it's not the, mm-hmm. you know, the Kennesaw, Georgia Police Department or whatever. The right. reason being is because, obviously, this is a very controversial, like, you know, oh, what is this, entrapment? Well, it can't be entrapment right. if it's not a police officer, right, for starters. Now, oh, bingo. Yeah, so NBC is the one conducting it. Now, mm-hmm. all of the evidence that they have done beforehand has been turned over to the police because realistically, just by engaging in that conversation, that's the illegal act. Like, right. just having that conversation, police could go to their house and arrest them. However, mm-hmm. is it more interesting, embarrassing, effective, everything to then set up this sting operation that, you know, and obviously NBC does it for ratings at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, this is doing a good thing. You know, it's getting yeah. these fucking predators off the street. And, um, you know, so yeah, just, you know, they added the, the extra drama of having the police there ready and waiting uh, a little further down the road. But, um, yeah. Now, no new episodes have aired since December of 2007, but like I said, you know, there's all these little, you know... The spinoffs yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, good deal. Yeah. Um, NBC affiliates WTMJ, which sounds like it should be a one of Beth Farms' ex, <laughs> sex like acronyms. an OTP show. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, WTMJ in Milwaukee and KSHB in Kansas City and WBRE in Wilkes-Briar. Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. All right. Um, have also done local versions of To Catch a Predator. Interesting. Yeah. You'll have to check have out to the look. Kansas City one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. See what kind of weirdos are around me. <laughs> Probably mm. far too frighteningly many. I mean, it's right. There's just no end to this rabbit hole, and I'm telling you what, it just doesn't stop getting any more entertaining along the way because these people are fucking crazy. Like my favorite thing to do is just sit and make fun of TV, and if I just have yeah. a good partner to sit there and do it with, it's just like I could do this for days, right? <laughs> Which I did. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so how did they do it, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. show uh, show host Chris Hansen clarified in an interview with NPR News that the subjects confronted on the show should be labeled properly as potential sexual predators and not as pedophiles. Hansen stated, pedophiles have a very specific definition, people who are interested in prepubescent sex. So, yeah. But isn't that... But here's the thing. Again, the lawsuits, they have to be very careful about the way that they say things. Yeah. Because they don't want to get sued. Because they right. are taking on the responsibility of the sting, right? So mm-hmm. let's say, okay, let's say you are actually, you're not actually this guy they've been in a chat with. You actually are a neighbor who came down the street, right? And you were like, hey, I just knocked on the door. I was trying to figure out what was going on. And because you yeah. know the people that live there, when this little girl says, hey, come on in from the other room, you assume right. they're home or something, right? And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, now Chris Hansen comes out and you're like, oh, no, man, I was just here for whatever, you know. So the, you never know when something like that could actually be the real case, right? So Fair. you wouldn't want to yeah. get sued by that person. So you have to say potential, just like they would say alleged if it was the police. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's smart, I guess. Yeah. All right. So perverted justice volunteers... Uh, build profiles identified as underage individuals on social networking websites or enter chat rooms as decoys. Uh, they wait for adults to message or email the decoy and begin a dialogue. Yeah. So that's like when they are like ASL. <laughs> What's your part? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of an important part of the process, too, is that, you know, like the adult has to initiate it. I would lose my lunch if that was my job. Literally. Every single day. It's so revolting. There was one that was like 408 pages, Brian, and... Oh, my God. We'll get to to some of the stuff that was said that is not even the worst of it. Because I gave up after like two hours. I was like, that's enough content for one show. Um But if the conversation turns sexual in nature, the content in question initiated by the adult, the decoy will not discourage this, nor outright encourage it. So Mm -hmm. if the conversation turns, you know, like if they're ASL or whatever, and they're like 13, female, Florida, or whatever, and then, you know, like, then they come in and say something disgusting, like, oh, yeah, you ever had sex before with your boyfriends? And then, (sighs) you know, so the decoy will not 
discourage it, but they don't outright encourage it. So they're not going right. to be like, ew, but they're also not going to be like, oh, yeah, big daddy, put your fucking big cock in my 13-year-old pussy, you know. No, it doesn't, right. they don't do that either. They just play along real slow and low, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, this can also help the perverted justice team in collecting incriminating evidence against the alleged offender. So mm-hmm. such evidence could include engaging in sexual conversations, sending the decoy pornography or child pornography, and committing other acts. So, like, the number of dick pics, Brian, oh, my God, Ugh. or pictures or videos of them masturbating was, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right there, that's illegal and enough to be arrested on. 100%, but yeah. Let's Let's get some more charges because we know how the... Judicial system exactly. works and how one technicality can... and yeah right yeah uh, once there is evidence that the adult is clearly seeking sexual activity from the decoy the decoy eventually leads to ad... I'm sorry the decoy eventually leads the adult to believe they are home alone mm. home alone five alert <laughs> <laughs> right yikes the decoy. Invites the adult to come to their house or to an agreed upon location. Can we just call them the Dickoy? 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 It's a decoy. <laughs> I like it, okay. yeah. Um, when the adult arrives at the house, the Dickoy <laughs> um, finds a reason to leave the room within seconds of meeting the visitor, at which point the visitor is confronted by Hanson, who instructs them to, hey, buddy, have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> And states that he needs to talk to him. So a couple things about this. Um, yeah, like the number of, okay, so these decoys <laughs> that they have are generally either, like there's this one lady that's like one of the main ones, and she is like, she's kind of like a butchy lesbian looking lady. Like, yeah, she, so she can play like, like, she can play like the 13 year old boy or the 13 year old girl, you know? Right. She's almost more convincing as the 13 year old boy, which is... You know what I mean? Because, like, she's that, like, yeah. feminine features in her face, which, like, read really young. So, um, so or, like, they are, like, a very young, like, they indicate, you know, generally on the show that it's, like, an 18-year-old actress who just looks very young, who can play, right. you know, 12 or 13 or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's always part of it. You know, they always make sure it's never actually an underage person that they are putting in Jeopardy, right? Right, yeah. And they always do leave immediately, but, yeah. Then when Chris Hansen comes in, it's just like, hey, <laughs> hey champ. <once. laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of the great mm. lines come from that moment. <laughs> like, mm. there's this one where there, <laughs> where there's a teacher and, um, <laughs> oh, God. yeah, he's of course he's a math teacher, and um, so he's like, he, Chris comes out and he's like, so what's on the lesson plan today? <laughs> oh man, it's just so bad. It's but also hilarious. Um, so anyway, yeah. So uh, Hanson questions each visiting adult at length about their intentions. Some leave immediately upon seeing Hanson because they recognize that he is clearly not a child or teenager, or they've right. seen him in previous Dateline shows. In fact, I mean, yeah. There's even an episode where it's like a guy Chris Hanson fucking knows. Oh, like shit. they made friends on their daily commute train. It was like the episode in Connecticut. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, because NBC and Studios like, are in New York, mm, you know, and. Yeah. Yep. 
Ooh, yeah, I would just assume that, I mean, not that I'm doing this, but I would assume that it's so-and-so's dad, and it's like, ooh. Yeah, and that's what they do. I'm out. A lot of times they do, and they'll be like, oh, sir, yeah, uh, uh, I'm just here to see your daughter, like, and mm-hmm. he's like, my daughter. <laughs> then they're <laughs> like, uh, wait, who are you <laughs> again? Yeah. And they just start spilling the beans like crazy, like. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, these people have never heard of just, like, give me a lawyer, you know. Although, Chris, right. the thing about it, though, is that, like, most of them understand at that point, even if they think it's just the dad, they understand mm-hmm. that they're not under arrest yet. So they're really trying to say anything they can to get out of it, right? Right. And I've heard ones that are like, well, she said she was home alone, and I just wanted to make sure that she was safe. Yes. Like, yeah. no, the fuck you didn't. Yeah, there's... Not when you're talking about your dick and all this other bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like, I have a whole list of, like, disturbing patterns that I've noticed on here, yeah. and that's definitely one of them where they're just like... Oh, yeah, I'll, we'll get to that. But anyway. <laughs> okay. yeah. So um, Hansen, without initially identifying himself, interviews the suspect about their intentions and also reads aloud some of the graphic portions of the chat log to show the suspect that the chats were indeed recorded. Gotcha, fucker. <laughs> I mean, the gotcha <laughs> moments are so good because, like, at right. that point, they don't know that they don't know that he has the chat log, right? Right. So they see yeah. he's holding papers, but like they don't quite know yet what's on those papers, right? And mm-hmm. so they're subtly trying to like come up with their like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just here to tutor her in math or whatever, and it's like, God. oh really? Ooh. What about blah 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 blah? And then he what starts about page like, two when what about page... you were talking about yeah, like want... bringing condoms and wine coolers, right? What's in the bag? I want to be the first <laughs> man to ever make you come over and over like uh, uh, uh. so yeah gross. yep super gross um now those who have not seen hansen's dateline investigations before often assume he's either the child's father or a mm-hmm. member of law enforcement agency which is yeah. definitely true like they you know yeah they a lot of times they immediately assume he's the cops and they're like beg to let go like this one guy oh my yeah. god we were fucking dying laughing okay so this one guy is on the beach and uh the girl had asked him to bring a pizza with and um so then she's like uh oh the other thing I was going to say too which is so creepy is that the reason that the girls like immediately make an excuse to leave the room is because a lot of them immediately go in for the hug and it's so right. gross. Or like this one guy who just like immediately starts moving in towards to kiss her like within the first mm. two seconds and it's so gross. Like, yeah. ooh, yeah, they, they get this look in their eyes that's just revolting when they A, realize, oh, it is just a younger person. Right. And not a cop. And then B, yeah, I'm going to get some with it. And then, like, they just Ugh. move in for this hug. And it's so fucking creepy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but then all of a sudden he'll come out and trade them out so that the girl's out of jeopardy, you know, immediately. And then, you know, again, like, if it's if they think he's the father, they'll just start pleading with them or making up excuses as to why he's there. Like, I want to mentor her or whatever, you know. Or Ugh. him. Or him. A lot of cases it's a him. And yeah. um, what do you call it? Yeah, or if it's they, they think he's law enforcement, they'll like the, so the one guy that's out on the beach, <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh yes, no, I am a very good man. Please don't, um, please don't arrest me. He's like, I will give you the pizza. You can have the pizza. 
Oh, he's negotiating with the pizza. Yeah, like, you can have the pizza if you let me go. And we're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He thinks literally that if he gives him the pizza, he will just let him go, which is total insanity. No doubt. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. (laughs) Um, But that also, like, the bringing an item that she requested just kind of confirms, like, concretes that you're the motherfucker she's been talking to. You've been talking about X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You brought the condoms and wine coolers. Right. So Mm. it shows it wasn't just this fantasy, like, you wanted us to Right. Right. So after a few minutes of questioning... Hansen identifies himself as a Dateline NBC correspondent and informs the visitor that the entire interview has been recorded on hidden camera as part of the Dateline NBC story. Oh, yeah. And then. And that is the best part. Yeah, the like, best I, part. I just read ahead a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, then the Dateline crew members with large cameras and microphones, like the boom operators, everybody just swarms <laughs> out into the room, reveal themselves, and then the person is offered a chance to make a final statement before being asked to leave, right? So sometimes they will just like start covering their faces and jetting out immediately, right? But then other Mm -hmm. times these idiots will just sing like a fucking canary. And it's like, you're not even under arrest. And in fact, you now see that there are cameras in this room. Like, are you shitting me right now? Yeah, that is the time not to talk. But I mean, I'm glad they do because they deserve all the punishment that they get. A thousand percent, yeah. 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 Um, the first two investigations did not include law enforcement, as we said earlier. Yeah, I think it was just the first two episodes, not the first two seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so there's no law enforcement officers on site, and individuals caught in the sting were allowed to leave voluntarily, though Dateline would provide all video and transcripts to law enforcement, and suspects would eventually be arrested. Exactly, yeah. So... Now, arrests are sometimes made in a dramatic fashion by multiple officers who, with tasers drawn, ambush the suspect and command him to lie down, face down on the ground before being handcuffed. And this is some of the best TV magic you will ever see. Because, like, there's this one, oh, my God, where this guy pretends to be a cop. And then, well, no, I guess he was, like, a volunteer police officer at some shitty town in, like, northwest Indiana. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, all of a sudden, like, when uh, the police guys come in after Chris has already identified himself, he's, like, refusing to leave because he knows what happens next, which is the police are outside. Yeah. So, finally, the police just come inside, and this guy, like, (laughs) cartoonishly runs away into the dining room and screams like a little girl, like, ah, 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 (laughs) ah. And it, it literally looks like a fucking cartoon. Like, we were crying, laughing so hard. (laughs) <laughs> like, you have to rewatch it over and like I just like re- I'll rewind it, rewatch, I rewind, rewatch. It's just like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bail is usually set then, but anywhere between thirty thousand and fifty thousand per suspect. Although there was one episode that because of other arrests for other things, his bail was up to as high as four million dollars. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm guessing, like, I I mean, in that case, that guy was a um, volunteer police officer, which sounds scary for everyone else but him. I don't know. No, for me, Um, that's like, you. okay, you know, we've had this conversation before. Generally, there's two people, two types of people that will get into police work. 
people who genuinely care about people and love about them, love them very much and want to protect mm -hmm. them and mm -hmm. total dirtbags who want to exploit the power that it gives them. A hundred percent. And the only that reason people, that yeah. somebody would volunteer for that is just for that power. Exactly. Yeah. That's scary as fuck. But, you know, had he not had been a volunteer police officer, now you're impersonating a police officer, and I'm sure your shit just goes way it up. It did, and that was just it. Yep, because that was part of, like, the reason why he got kicked off, because he ended up using the... Oh, no, yeah. So he ended up getting kicked off that force prior to that because he was, like, oh. abusing the power to, like, get through stoplights or Surprise. something. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. Um, hmm. So yeah, it's uh, Yikes. it's really something. But yeah, thirty thousand to fifty thousand is pretty typical. But um, yeah, and and just kind of from what I saw, like depending on the severity of it, they would go to prison from anywhere between like five months and five years, generally. Wow. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. One of the reasons the show is actually very useful, uh, despite being ridiculous and frightening. <laughs> yes. Is the effort to help teach parents tips and tricks to prevent their children from becoming a victim. Yes. That's very important. Yeah. And especially like going, dating back as far as it did. Like, and then, you know, something that I was thinking about after I wrote this was like, holy shit, this was way back when internet, you know, like obviously like these were like people would meet in chat rooms and like no one fucking meets in chat rooms anymore. That's except total weirdness. Right. But, um, and most people's teens know, like at this point, don't get into chat rooms. Like there are certain apps that are created for like teenagers to talk to each other on, or like, you know, sure. like my niece and nephew talked to me on messenger kids, which doesn't allow like certain, you know, like it only yeah. allows your parents to pick who you're friends with and like this and that. So, you know, there are, are other safeguards, but then there's, it just demonstrates to parents like. These sickos can get to your kid in no time, in no time. And then this yeah. is like pre-pandemic. Like one of the guys, mm -hmm. I didn't really think about this until I thought about him afterwards. And the one guy was like, also so the YouTube, <laughs> sorry, the YouTube videos were like, whoever created them kept naming each predator like a thing. Like there was like the vampire one and then like uh -huh. the Mario. <laughs> <laughs> because he literally was wearing like a red hat and a red shirt and he had like the most Mario mustache and like <laughs> yeah or then there was the Undertaker but really he looked more like Walker Texas Ranger oh jeez and then um, <laughs> oh god there was just so many funny parts of this like we were like we we're like he kept we're, he kept complaining about like problems in his life and being misdiagnosed and like trying to kill himself and all this stuff. But then when we, he was talking about the amounts of drugs he we were t he was taking, we were like, "This guy's a fucking liar! If you took six thirty milligram Adderall, your head would spin off the axis of your head and fly off into the <laughs> side of the room." We're like, "He's like, yeah, I took twenty of my dad's oxycodone. I was like, "You would legitimately no, be dead. You would be dead. No, you didn't. Uh, right. You know." Yeah, no, the fuck you did. So you stop feeling bad. It's just one of these people wants to create a victimhood, you know. But, right. like, you know, at the end of the shows, they talk about these are the different things that you can do to make sure this doesn't happen to your kid, you know. Mm -hmm. And, like, but, you know, that was, but one of the guys was named the board. So anyway, that's where I was going with the names. One of the guys was, like, the board predator. And the guy literally just kept saying, I don't know, I was bored. I don't know, I was bored. Oh. Well, imagine that was 2007. We're now in a pandemic for a year. Like, imagine yeah. how many fucking predators are on there now. And kids are online all day now because of school. 
and they're stuck mm-hmm. at home with nothing else to do. So, yep. I mean, imagine just like how many fucking online predators are out and just licking their chops right now because they know kids are at home. Yeah. No, that's no good. Oh, so frightening. So, yeah, don't be afraid to have a little family marathon of this yourself, folks, is basically the, right. the idea. So, now, this show, <laughs> there's several disturbing patterns that we will share with you so that you can understand just how, like, deeply sick these people are, right? Or help mm-hmm. you recognize them, whatever. So, uh, one of them was... <laughs> Almost all of these guys, Brian, would say during these, like, online chats and dirty talk that they were going to marry these young girls. So weird. Or boys. 13, 12. 12 or 13 was, like, the main age that they kept saying. And, you know, I think that's important to note because there is a huge difference between what a 13-year-old girl looks like and what a 16-year-old girl looks like. Right. You know, a 16-year-old girl is probably developed, you know, or at least somewhat. Like, a 13-year-old mm-hmm. girl is a board. Like, that's a child. That's a child. Right. You know, but you can... I've known 16-year-old girls that look like they were 25. So... Sure. The fact that this is, like, 15 and below, for sure, is a important, important thing to, to point out. And the fact that they think that discussing marriage with them is, like, what's going to make them give them what they want... Well, I, my way of thinking on that is like a 12 or 13 year old girl is probably still in that like Cinderella marriage yeah, fantasy, so. you know I what I mean? So. And maybe it's, but I guess I, I never I, went I, through that as a little girl. So <laughs> like, <laughs> I've always been, I'm a lone wolf, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. So mm, I hate this next one. Yeah. That's because you have seven middle names, right? <laughs> but this is important to point out because we pointed out before that all serial killers go by multiple names, right? Yeah. John Wayne Gacy, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay. So almost all of these guys had multiple middle names or last names, or it was never just like John Smith. It was like Johnny Lee Wayne Howard Smith or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. All of them. All of them. Uh, oh, uh, there were, I hate that. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> yours is what, Brian? How many? For real? Uh, three. Three, three middle, middle names. names. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, if you said your whole name all the way through, it's five names. <laughs> right. That's a lot. Okay. So, yeah. Brian, you're not a sicko, though, so it's okay. We know that. Um, okay. So, they also had some disturbing professions which would lend themselves to be mm-hmm. around small children on a fairly regular basis and to be able to see their patterns, etc. Mm-hmm. And those include a mail carrier. Wow. Firefighter. New York City firefighter, actually. A general manager at a major sandwich chain shop. And the reason this was really funny is because they were fighting with everything that they had <laughs> right. inside of them to not just say Subway. I mean, like, mm. not to call you out Subway, but this motherfucker definitely worked at Subway. Yeah. Um, and then math tutor. And cancer research doctor. So, you know. Very, a lot of professions that just give you the old yikes. Um, Also, another disturbing Mm -hmm. pattern was the normal appearance of many of them. Now, 
on one hand, you 100% had the crazy tech, Walker Texas Rangers slash Undertaker insane chubby dad jeans, mom jeans. He was like wearing mom jeans because I don't think dad jeans even fit his luxurious derriere. But like, and he had insane hair. And like when I say Walker mm. Texas Ranger, we were like Walker Texas Predator, oh. Walker Texas Jomo. Like, oh my God, it was so bad. But um, okay, so, but. Anyways, a lot of them, aside from the ones that were obviously insane looking, are very normal appearing. Yeah. You would never, like, look at that guy and be like, oh, I wouldn't trust my kids around him because he looks like a weirdo. Like, he looks like a very normal human being. Well, and you hear that with all the serial killers, too. Like, John Wayne Gacy didn't look normal. Um, Richard Ramirez didn't look normal at all. But but for the most part. John Wayne Gacy was, like, a really respected member of his community. Yeah, I mean, he was involved with the city council, and I mean, he had did a business. children's parties as a clown. All right, you know, what and I you mean? know what's interesting about that? The most interesting thing is like the number one rule in clown college is that your makeup doesn't have points. They need to have like soft edges in order to like appeal to kids. Yeah, you know what I mean for some reason. But like his makeup was straight points. Like it is. Yeah, I mean he oh had like triangle eyes and you I, know the pointed smile. I've never but thought of that before, but that's so oh, true. it's so creepy. Because look so at Ronald creepy. McDonald. Ronald is just that big like rounded smile. Yeah, look at Bozo. We grew up with Bozo. Yeah, I always like, wanted to be on the all... Bozo show. Me too, and do the Bozo cups, and I was always getting mad at the kids who missed the first I one. I know, it's like, like you fucked that. You idiot! Could have been me. <laughs> could have been idiot! You right. ruined it. Those home running pizzas could have been mine. Omg. Okay. But yeah, um, all the soft, all the soft corners, and so weird. Yeah. Also, did you know that I was friends with Wizzo's stepson in high school? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Joey D, if you're listening, what's up, homie? <laughs> 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 yeah, Wizzo's stepson. He's a friend of mine. So hmm. um, anyway, uh, so yeah, what else? Um, oh, they would often say um, that they were just making friends and further, I don't have a lot of friends, or I've never had a lot of friends, or I've never had a lot of friends my age. Interesting. And it was like, you know, this is like this excuse that they kind of tended to use over and over again, as if somehow they were... The only guy that came close to justifying it was a guy who was like a former... He's a vet, a veteran, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was kind of saying that he had this trauma that he experienced while he was overseas and he thinks his brain has been stuck back as 17 year old him in the war ever since which okay that's fine but also still 17 year olds shouldn't be having sex with 13 year olds right like maybe you're understanding some sort of part of your trauma having effect on your life but still there's something else there you know what i mean well and i still kind of call bullshit on that because if you're aware of that then you should be aware that you're not 17 and this child is still 13. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know? Totally. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And also, like, oh, like, I've just never had a lot of friends. Oh, so you make friends with children? Right. How strange. <gasps> Wait, Michael Jackson. Hmm. Oh, my God. Hmm. That makes sense now. 
Okay. I don't know. We won't go down that rabbit hole just yet. Um, okay. For another episode. Um, but oh, the dick pics. My God, the dick pics everywhere. Mm. It's like yeah. even like, you know, especially when they're like all the little excuses that they come up with. Right. You know, and we'll get to that. But as soon as you send a child like, OK, there was this one guy who was like, I was just trying to warn her of the dangers uh, like I was the one doing a sting operation, right? Like I was only mm-hmm. in this chat room to find fourteen-year-old girls and prevent them from having sex with men. Okay, so that doesn't explain the dick pic, bro. Like All you right. lured her in with your dick pic so that she wouldn't be traumatized by other men. Right? No, you're protecting no. her from danger by being the danger. Exactly. That's not how this works. Oh, you were deep undercover, homie. I get it. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. No, this isn't like when cops who are undercover in the DEA like do a little cocaine in front of the dealers in right. order to make them think that they're in, right? No, this is yeah. not the same thing. <laughs> it does not work that way. <laughs> it's not how this works. No. So, um, oh, yeah, here's like the classic excuse. Okay, this is like, I wasn't going to do anything. Yes. Or claim. A million times. Yep, or claim. It was just fantasy. Mm. or just saying something isn't doing it. And you know what this reminded me of? Have you seen The Cannibal Cop? I have. Okay. So I was like, that's exactly the first thing I thought of, is that, you know, it's like this, oh, well, you can't police people's thoughts. You're right. You can't police people's thoughts or fantasies. But you know what you can police? The fact that he showed up with the Dr. Pepper just like she asked him to. Yes. So at what point did you make the fantasy reality? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, and they would, it would just every single time, I wasn't going to do anything. I wasn't going to do anything. Or like uh, this one, this one guy was like, well, he's like, well, were you going to have sex with her? And he's like, well, I was going to try not to. Ooh. <laughs> what? As if that, I was going to try not to. That's a weird answer. Oh, well, then say no more, sir. <laughs> right. We'll be on our You're way. You're free to go. Have a great yeah. day. <laughs> Sorry to waste your time. Yeah. Or just saying something isn't doing it. No, but sending a dick pic over sure is doing something. Like, you're not just saying well, it at that point. Right. And just because NBC Dateline was there to stop this, who knows what would have happened. And I, I mean, you're right. That does remind me of the cannibal cop because the dude had plans and had miles of online chat um, transcripts about killing and eating his wife and yeah. how he was going to cook her. And I mean, very descriptive. And made plans with these other sickos to get right. in on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like, okay. Or uh, the other thing they would say constantly, which is just fucking dumbfounding, is saying, I knew it. I knew it was a sting. Or admittedly being watchers of the show and specifically Ugh. mention avoiding being on it during online chats. So, like, you That's would see the- during the online chats, like, oh, yeah, I was just watching this Dateline NBC. And then the de- the, dick- <laughs> the dickoy would be like, um, oh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I've never seen it. And then he, they would continue to explain it and be like, that's why we got to be careful, baby, because blah, blah, blah. And then the, and That's your moment to yeah. stop yeah. what you're doing and don't do it again. Like, Literally. If you think that this is a sting, why don't you do something legal that's not going to have a sting attached to it? Bingo. Like, uh, 
you're acknowledging the fact that I've seen this show and uh, blah, 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 but we have to be real. No, you don't have to be careful. You have to stop what the fuck you're doing and go do something that's legal. And that's just this. you know, there were guys that like would say like, oh, I didn't know it was illegal to, you know, but then they would literally say something in the chat because then Chris Hansen would be like, oh, really? Well, then why is it that you said like, and that's the funnest part is just watching him call out every motherfucking bullshit lie that they have. Because he has legitimately the 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 actual transcript right there. Yeah. And then just watching them, uh, 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 uh I wasn't uh, going to do anything. Uh, yeah, the old standby. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that they, like, a lot of times know that this can happen to them. And there was a guy that they busted more than once. Oh, my God. And he how was How do you just, not learn your fucking lesson? Just, how are you like, not humiliated? You know, how are you just not scared to death? To talk to anyone under 18 years old after being busted once. Right. And the thing is, is like he was like, I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again if you just let me go, right? And then, like, ha-boom, gets caught exactly again. After he'd already been arrested after the first time, ends up on the same damn show again, using the exact same username and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah. So, and then the final most disturbing trend of them all was that the sheer number of these men... Who had children the same age as the decoys? That's the weirdest thing to me. So and fucking at that creepy. point, yeah, at that point, like, how are you fantasizing about someone your child's age? Right. And anyone who has friends with that child, you need to protect that kid. Woof. Like, woof. Imagine we, all the other thing we we're thinking of too is like, imagine finding out that was your dad. Mm. What if that was your dad and you were like, oh, my God, you found out on fucking Dateline. Yeah. That he's been thinking about you or possibly your friends. And that's the only reason why, like, that's the sleepover house. Like, what the fuck? Fuck, indeed. Beth, do you want to hear about some of the creepy things that these... um, Potential predators brought with them. Oh, sure. Why not? Oh, fine. <laughs> because, you know, saying things is one thing, but doing them, including bringing props, is a whole nother, right? <laughs> yeah. So, number one, porn. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, they were shameless on it. They like, about, like, reading what the porn was called every time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, this is Cowboy Boys in Texas or whatever. Oh, man. Or the secretary or, you know what I mean? Like, Right. Yeah, so. And these are all things that came up in the chat and it's like, nope, this is you. She asked you to bring this or you said you were going to bring this and you did. And they go for maximum embarrassment on the show, which I I am fucking here for because they're petty as shit and I love it. They're like, oh, yeah, we're not just going to show that there was porn in his car. We're going to show that it was like Texas broke back boys in his car <laughs> like full on Dateline NBC I fucking love it <laughs> yeah so number two creepy things that they brought with them condoms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so right then and there like or people would be like well I bring condoms with me all the time do you do you do you? do you I mean this shows your intent having the same condom in your wallet since you were 16 does not count as carrying <laughs> It's been expired. It's done been expired, honey. Okay. <laughs> right. And I bet you along with the condoms, they've got the receipt too. 
Like, oh, a thousand percent. It's still in the Walmart bag, the plastic Walmart bag, with the copy of the secretary and whatever other uh, creepy thing that they brought. A hundred percent. Lube. Oh okay. my god, like the lube. <laughs> we'll get to the The next we'll one is the probably the weirdest, <laughs> creepiest thing ever. But a lot of times lube. Anyway. Youthful <laughs> snacks like candy and Gatorade. <sighs> yucky. Yucky, yucky. Dr. Peppers. Mm. Lemonade. Here's pizza. A sucker, little girl. You want some God pizza? damn it. Ugh. No. Yeah. Um, next, number four, uh, key card to local hotel. Yuck. Yuck. What are you doing? A lot of times they would show up and instead of going into the house, they would try to cajole the child outside. Come with me, little girl. I've oh. got a room at a hotel. I'll be more like, I know you're, the, no matter what, there's a chance your parents might come home at some point. So let's take this somewhere else, essentially, is what's that Mm-mm. saying? No. Or you're going to end up a dead body under the mattress. Right. Oof. Next, cameras with child porn. Almost all of these I mean... guys brought cameras. Okay, like a nice camera. This is 2004 to 2007, remember? So people are still using digital cameras. But these were like the nice, like the Nikon professional yeah. camera. And not only that, but a lot of them brought webcams with them. Oh, my God. Because obviously, A, they're either planning on broadcasting what happens, or B, they want her to continue to send them naked videos. God damn it. Ugh. Yeah. No. This next one is off the charts. So scary. A fucking kill kit. Yep. A gun, knife, duct tape. Mm. No. Legitimately. Brian, that was a real thing that was in the back of one man's car. That is insane. The gun, the Ugh. knife. Okay, yeah, maybe you carry those in your car all the time. Maybe it's our duct tape. Car. I don't know. Duct tape. No mm. excuse. That's where mm. that's where it becomes a kill kit. Yeah, if you're not an HVAC technician, you should not have duct tape in your car. Certainly not in the same bag as the gun and the knife. Okay. No, no. Assortment of paddles. Yes. Ugh. That happened. This guy was all about the no. stuff he was saying was so gross too. Oh, his name was like anal rape four twenty or something. Get like the fuck out not of here. Even lying, Brian. And then he like yeah, like his fucking screen name was anal rape. Like what child would ever be like, Oh, anal rape sounds like an interesting person to get to know. No. Yeah. No. So at that point, how do you not know you're being set up, for starters? Right. And then second of all, the stuff he was saying was so fucking creepy about, like, I'm going to hit you hard. And, like, I don't just, when I hit, you're going to bruise. I might even break a bone. And all this. it was just so Fuck. fucking disturbing. Uh, no. Yeah. Mm. And this one is up there with the kill kit. Yeah. Like, ugh, human hair. Yeah, there Somebody was, showed up with human hair. There was human hair found in the car. Like, that was not just a piece, like a chunk. Yeah, no, like a chunk of women's oh hair. Oh, God. That was definitely not the girl that was there. Like, ah. No, no, no. Yeah, it was I, I mean, and this is the thing, like, back to the cannibal cop. Like, you show up with this shit, 
you're proving your intent, whether you were going to do it or not. Right. Like, I get that that's a gray area in the law. Like, I can say whatever I want to say because that's the First Amendment. Yeah. But... But, oh, Paddle Guy sent her paddles beforehand, too. He not only showed up with an assortment of them, and one of them was just a stick, like a round stick, like the one that Eddie Murphy uses in Coming to America where they're fighting (laughs) each other with. Yeah. Uh Yeah, a fucking stick. Okay. Mm. Ooh, where were you? Ooh, what is he going to do with that? But when you talk about your intent and then you show up with a fucking kill kit or yeah. paddles or human hair or... Yeah. I mean, Ugh. if it wasn't for Chris Hansen coming to the rescue. This is what I'm saying. The show is a national treasure. Yeah. Because how yeah. many ignorant fucking people were just letting their kids do this shit? So, anyway... Oh, mm. uh, there's a lot of really creepy shit that was said on it too. I'll kind of breeze through these because it's we're sort of beating a dead horse. But like, right. some of them are kind of funny. Like one guy's like, she's like, "What did you bring?" And he's like, "I brought dinner for myself. Sorry, I didn't bring you anything. I was hungry." <laughs> 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 and he's like, "Oh, okay. Oh, All cool. Right. Yeah. All right, thanks. Good. I guess okay. I'll just watch you eat your dinner." Oh, yeah. So um, if you don't want to ever eat dinner again, here's a few things that will make you lose your appetite forever. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I want to be the first guy to make you come. Oh, God. <laughs> also, one of the 13-year-old decoys, when asked who lives here, he said, me and my mommy and my daddy. <laughs> oh, no. It was so fucking creepy, Brian. I almost died. Oh. I almost died. Uh, you're my soulmate to a 13-year-old decoy when she said she smoked weed. Oh. A 13-year-old girl is your soulmate. Oh, my God, because she smokes weed. Oh, this one's going to be a little hard to get out. Here we go, though. Okay. You're my girlfriend, and I am your boyfriend. 64-year-old male to a 13-year-old girl. Goodness. Fucking stop. Ah, Okay. Calling pet names like, oh, God, these were so (laughs) (laughs) Baby, you're my little baby. Oh, no. You're my little angel. Gross. Little angel just makes me think of uh, kidnapped in plain sight. Yeah. That guy right. wasn't like that when he said, my little angel. On those Ugh. creepy fucking video t- or audio tapes. Oh, one. I'm horny for you. Oh, gross. If Stop anyone ever it. realized that I'm horny for you, I would not be able to stop laughing for several days on end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. One of them that we were dying, I was like, oh, my God, I just... If you say this to me, I will never have sex with you ever again. The guy's like, school's in session. I was like, oh, God. Ah! Gross. No. Um, okay. So, Chris Hansen. Oh, <laughs> this is a Chris Hansen hot take, by the way. Um, okay. So, I'm horny for you is the last disgusting thing that someone said on the show that was not Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. <laughs> When Predator says, and this was the math teacher, by the way, when he says, he came to teach the young boy about the Bible. So Chris Hansen says, what part of the Bible says, 
pulls up the transcript. I like to suck cock. I love to suck and play with nipples. Was it the Old Testament or was it the New Testament? And I fucking lost my oh, mind laughing. Shit. I lost my mind laughing. <laughs> oh like, my god. Get him, Chris. Get him. Get him. Was it the old Get him. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Oh, so funny. So, so funny. Yeah, so going on to more Dateline hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> which I feel we need after that whole like cringy. If yeah. you're still listening at this point, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into we, some. We good can stuff. take turns on this too. I know this is a lot, so yeah. We'll okay, fair. Yeah, so uh, he came to eat pizza with a 13 year old girl, but that night he had a different kind of topping in mind. Ooh, <laughs> these are like the like idioms or like punny yeah. jokes that like like the voiceovers. <laughs> every single episode, the voiceovers got one of these, and so these are just like a collection of some <laughs> the most hilarious, <laughs> fucking ridiculous ones ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. Okay, so in my best Dateline uh, voiceover guy. Right. Cologne surely is going to choke on his chicken noodles as soon as he finds out the officers call the watch commander to find out what bail will be. <laughs> like he was, <laughs> this guy is straight up eating chicken noodle soup and he's like, surely he's going to choke on his chicken noodles as soon as he finds <laughs> out. The officers call the watch commander to find out what bail will be. <laughs> it's like, that one was a bit of a stretch, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So about the guy that allegedly worked at Subway. <laughs> yeah. Subway. Um, <laughs> he won't be dining on submarines anytime soon. Ooh, zing. <laughs> Boom. Because he's in jail. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm so glad I got this one because this was like the joy. There were so, yeah. so many for the math teacher. So many. Okay, so <laughs> we'll start her out at... 32 plus 13 equals trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing he was 32 when the decoy was 13. Yes, that was the math tutor, actually. There was a math tutor and a math teacher. So that was the math tutor. Yes. Okay. (laughs) He never calculated that I would be the one behind the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) Calculated. Evil laugh. <laughs> right. Beth and Brad, evil laugh. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh my God, it's so stupid. <laughs> I try so my stomach hurts. I'm laughing so hard. Okay. The only... <laughs> The only numbers this math tutor will be crunching today are how much his bail will be. <laughs> Ooh, got him. Oh, my God. It's so insane. <laughs> uh, this is another one. Um, his only date tonight would be police and investigators. Ooh. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. We have to switch places on this one because the last one I have to explain a little bit. <laughs> okay, fair. So the next one. I had to take him into the kitchen and grill him. And grill him. That was a Chris Hansen. <laughs> I had to take him into the kitchen and grill him. Oh, hey mm. But I'm just... <laughs> okay, so the last one. <laughs> I swear I think I laughed for 10 minutes straight. Uh, so he's talking about what he found in the car, right? And so now mm-hmm. he, this the predator is at the police station. This is the policeman grilling him, right? And so Mm -hmm. the policeman is asking him about all the stuff he found in the car. So 
he's like, what were you doing with this? What were you doing with that? And he's like, now you see, Justin, I never throw KY jelly in my car without a reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly, we all just throw KY jelly in our car from time to time. But there's right. always a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm, good one. Total insanity. I mean, I, I have to say that I highly recommend this YouTube rabbit hole because... Some of the best Before parts. Before you get into this, yeah. I'm going to be pee-pee boy, okay. and I feel like this is a good spot. And this so is a great spot right for there. that. Okay. Right. So, um, so yeah, the YouTube rabbit hole is highly recommended. Like, like I was saying, some of the best parts were the stories that came afterwards about what happened to the people afterwards. And it's all set to this, like, insane music. Like, whoever created these YouTube videos, God bless you. You're a national treasure. Because truly, they would tell you the whole story of what happened to this person after they were arrested, which they don't do on Dateline. And it was, like, just set to some of the most crazy fucking music ever. Now, some of them went into such great detail, it was uh, quite impressive. (laughs) Like, for instance, the story of, you will notice there are several middle names, Jean-Pierre Michael Damien Wiltsy Wary, <laughs> who was charged under the federal three strikes law, was sentenced to 75 years to life because of his previous crimes, wrote a book about being diagnosed with childhood schizophrenia, had an alcoholic abusive father, was molested by his only friend, a 15-year-old boy, was charged with molesting other children, 13-year-old girls, uh, who he got drunk and had sex with, also taught a 12-year-old how to give oral sex. He served one year before being transferred to a mental hospital. Was told that he uh, he was told that he had Asperger's and not schizophrenia. <laughs> and then when was released from the hospital, then moved in with the previous psychiatrist after they became lovers, started smoking and selling crack, went back to jail, became a prostitute, and much, much more. So when I say that this Wait rabbit, a minute, what? <laughs> This is how I was saying, like, the the YouTube rabbit hole is the greatest part of this because they tell you what happens to the people afterwards. Like, well, like, they tell these detailed stories about it. And he moved in with a psychiatrist? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They became lovers. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Like, this was set to that crazy fucking line. When the eagles fly. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying to read. But the story dragged on forever. And it mm. turns out there is a novel that he wrote about it. Ah, yikes. About being a three strikes offender and his whole entire insane life. Mm. So, yeah. So, you know what? That was To Catch a Predator. Oh, my God. So creepy. So, so creepy, cringeworthy. but also such a great show. Oh, yeah. I They need to do... Excuse me, more of these. Because the people that they can catch, the people that they can prevent, and, 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 you know, okay, there needs to be better laws for, like, potential predators. If you said X, Y, and Z, and you showed up with X, Y, and Z expecting X, Y, and Z... Mm. Right. You, you sh- especially against a minor. And here's the thing, should, too. You should be charged just if you did that. And here's the thing, too. Like I said, most of these guys got maybe a few months to five years in jail. And mm-hmm. what happens? They kept coming back and doing the exact goddamn thing over and over. They caught that one guy twice. The yeah. same fucking guy. So if you think these people are going to stop or be rehabilitated or anything 
no. And the thing is, is this show was in 2007. So when you're reading this and then you're looking at this and you're like, oh, he only got five years. That means he was released almost 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. This guy's right back out on the street, guaranteed doing the exact same shit. So, and clearly they don't learn. So, you know, having something like this as a tool to weaponize against these people is, I think, just critical for society, you know? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Well, anyway, Mm. Chris Hansen, if you're listening, please make more. We want more. Yeah, please. I'm also running out of YouTube videos. All right. Well, Brian, are you ready for the What the Frank profile of the week? Hit me with it. I'm laid back but spontaneous. I love to travel and laugh. I like pinky rings and Ed Hardy. My kids come first. I don't play games. What the Frank profile of the week? Dog, this is a doozy. Um, so anyways, um, I would like to point out that I am no longer on online dating. Uh, this is just a profile that I had in my enormous stockpile of these. So, um, okay. So Brian, are you ready to meet Steven? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I feel think you are. <laughs> just, uh, no, I, no, I know I, I wasn't know ready. Not. I wasn't ready. <laughs> but there is a fun part at the end. Okay. He's 32 years old. Hello, late. Oh, keep in mind, this is all one run-on sentence. So I'm okay. going to try to read it to the best of my ability. <sighs> Hello, ladies. I'm 32 single and looking to fuck. Only sick of the bullshit and hype of dating and courting and shit. LMK, don't be shy. I'll come to you or we can get creative and do it in the graveyard or Walmart family restroom. Clean and discreet. Thank you and over straightforward. 361-332-6666. P.S. No fucks given or about your feelings. I just want sex. If you want anything else, fuck off. Now, mm. if any of you didn't catch that, that was 361-332-6666. Yes, Stephen put his phone number right on there for all of us to enjoy. I encourage everyone listening to this to call him. Please do, just for fun. Just for fun. And then tell me how it went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. Sign him up for disgusting, weird text messages of some sort. I, I mean, everyone want sex yeah you know that's kind of the purpose of a relationship not all of it but like oh no, yeah you know but it's what separates you from friends exactly like brian the one thing that you and i don't share together ever 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 is our penis and vagina <laughs> like truly you know what i mean like we know every right. other detail about each other's lives and like the sure. one thing that separates us is fucking or kissing right. or any of the romantic shit but you know what i mean yeah Exactly. But, you know, everybody on Tinder wants a relationship and sex is associated with relationships. And it's one of the best parts of a relationship. Right. We get. We understand. But, like, to just, you know, at that point, you might as well just pay for it if you're that bitter about it. Like, Right. And it's like, to you know, you've already made your point about I'm only looking to fuck. That's all you had to say. Yeah. 
But then to be like, of all the bullshit. And first of all, he spells and, A-N, every time. That's why I said it like that. And hype of dating and courting and shit. Don't be shy. I'll come to you or we can get creative. Do it in the graveyard or Walmart family restroom. No, you're Not the dude that, that shows up thinking with the kill about kit. It. Yeah, this yeah. is the guy with the kill kit for sure. Yeah, human hair. Walmart family he's restroom? Gonna, he's going to try to take your hair. Walmart, Brian. No, no. Brian, he said Walmart family restroom. Weird. Clean, and the, I like how the, he follows up Walmart family restroom. <laughs> clean and discreet. Yeah, nothing says right. clean and discreet like a Walmart family restroom. Right. <sighs> And then no fucks given or about your feelings. You know. Uh, yeah, you've already made that point, buddy. You just want sex. Right. And you could just say not looking for a relationship at the moment. ATM. Right. <laughs> like. Uh, Literally. Just... Only single and looking to fuck only would have been like, that's boop, done. And then maybe add your number, which, by the way, in case you missed it and need it again, is 361 361- <laughs> Three three two six 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 six. Oh man, no! What the Frank? What the Frank? What the Frank? Well, the good news is, is that I don't need Stephen. I have a crush on someone else. Oh. Yes, it is comedian comedian Chelsea Handler. I mean, I always have a crush on. Chelsea Handler. I mean, like, she's incredible. Like, not only is she hilarious, but she's totally hot and just like, I yeah. want to be her friend. So, Chelsea, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, because you're probably like our biggest fan. Um, right. <laughs> she celebrated her 46th birthday by skiing naked to celebrate. Yeah. That sounds like fun, so much fun. And as someone that is turning the anniversary of her 39th birthday this year. Mm <laughs> In one, one and a half weeks. Yeah, I guess today, tomorrow's the first. So in 15 days. Yeah. I will be 40 years old myself. So this is very inspiring. Skiing naked just is like shameless body, you know, positivity. Yeah. And I am here for it. So Chelsea, get on them DMs, girl. Mm-hmm. Please do. Well, unfortunately, I have to dump somebody this week. Do you? Or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I have to. We have to. Yeah. So although we've hailed it in the past, but after an entire year and 500,000 deaths. Over. Over 500,000 deaths. Over 500,000. We're breaking up with the coronavirus. No more hell, Rona. No more. No more hell, Rona. Fuck it. Nope. Not doing it. No, we're done. It's over. Done. It's not us. It's you. Get. Lose. Our phone number. Lose it. I'm so sick of it, Brian. I'm so yeah. sick of it. I know we're almost there and we got to just hang in there. You know what I hate, <sighs> though? Um, I read in Kansas City, Kansas, they're lifting the restrictions on bars. Like, Are they? Yeah. And it's so disappointing because I looked up the numbers and they're not they're not great. They're not going in a, in a downward motion. You know what I mean? I mean, Rhode and, Island, we've killed it. Like, we're down to, like, 1% positivity see, rate. And, like... Yeah, and you guys are doing what you need to do People to get don't fuck around way. here, though. Like, and this is so... Okay, so my friend just came down from New Hampshire the other day, and New Hampshire is literally, like, an hour away. It's only where she lives is only an hour and a half because she's a half hour away from the border, right? So, mm-hmm. um, 
it's an hour and a half from Providence, and like it's so wildly different. Like the way mm-hmm. that they're handling it, like their bars are wide open. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like Beth, if this were Manchester, like there would be people all over. This. So we went out. We just went to go get something to eat. You know what I mean? Like we went to a brewery. The brewery had plexiglass between every table, mm-hmm. and then we went to an Irish pub. But the Irish pub did the approach where they take out the number of tables so that there's all the tables are six feet apart. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. Each different approach was kind of interesting to see because I haven't been out out in forever. So but we just like had a drink or two at each place, had a little something to eat and then went home. But she was like, Beth, if this was Manchester, like these places would be fucking packed. Like people just don't give a shit up there. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and that's kind of how Kansas City has become. And it's like you've got. Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, and then you've got Johnson County. Um, and they're all doing their own things. And the only thing you're doing, it, because not everyone is on the same page, um, if Kansas City, Missouri, the bars close at, at 10, Kansas City, Kansas, the bars are now open till 3 a.m. Yeah, so where are they going to go? Where are you going to go at 10, 10 p.m. at night? You're exactly. going to come over to the Kansas side, and you're not – preventing anything you're only making it worse right and it's just it's very strange and very weird and i heard that the mask restrictions are gonna start being lifted and that's kind of scary it's It's very very scary scary because it's just gonna shoot right back up like i get people are getting vaccinated but not fast enough Mm. not Not that fast we're still only 65 and over here in rhode island yeah not when we're sending 2,000 vaccinations to a town of 69. Right. <laughs> 69. 69. You know, <laughs> you know, we're not, I mean, how'd you fuck that up? But also, you yeah. can't even keep your, your, your bars on the same page. Well, and that's just it is like, you know, our, our rate has gone down so much here in, in Rhode Island that, you know, we obviously, we're like the third lowest, um, you know, what do you call it, infection rate right now, mm-hmm. which is we've come a long fucking way, you know, because like I said before, you know, we're such a small state and there's like a million people in such a really, it's like, it's like 40 miles from end to end. It's yeah. the entire state of Rhode Island. And, but we are right, like 95 that runs right through downtown Providence, which is, I take to go everywhere is the main highway that goes from Boston to New York city. So, you mm-hmm. know, you can just imagine the amount of traffic that, goes through our town you know yeah yeah for sure so all the mass holes they call them (laughs) like massachusetts assholes mass holes mass holes i like it yeah so anyway but yeah sorry coronavirus but you gotta go sis yeah you gotta go and that's the thing i think everybody's kind of tired of it because we're going on a year now yep but you know, even with the restrictions, and that's another thing. I mean, the difference between Rhode Island and Missouri, difference between Kansas and Missouri. Yep. It's so, nobody's on the same page. And right. it doesn't make sense to me why everything isn't universally across the board. No, this shuts down at this time. This is allowed. This is not allowed. Um, I don't get it. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, and I get that you know a year of this bullshit and businesses are suffering and all that other good stuff. But they've but been, like, you know. Yeah, and you know uh, over five hundred thousand deaths. Like, come on, we're still not doing enough. Exactly. You know. Yep. I don't. I don't. And get what it. you think opening shit back up is going to help that? You know what I mean? It mm. just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. No, doesn't make sense. So anyway, well, coronavirus. 
we appreciate all that extra time off work we got, but you got to go, honey. You got to go. And your it fucked up here. my taxes. Your, your cab's here. <laughs> yeah, cab's here. Cab's here. <laughs> you fucked up yeah. your taxes, too? Oh, yeah. I owe like three grand in taxes. Oh, I did shit. Unemployment thing. Oh, yeah. no. I didn't realize it like didn't take un- like taxes out I of that. should have. That's my fault. But, you know. It is what Damn, it is. Damn, son. I actually yeah. get a sweet return this year, finally, because they were like, oh, yeah, remember how everybody else got money and you just had to keep going to work and actually work harder than you did before? Right. Sorry about that. Here's a couple Gs. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thanks, government. I mean, it, it was looking good until I entered all that in- unemployment shit in. Like, I was going to get three yeah. grand back, and then it was like, oh, no, actually like- the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Fooled you. Right. All right. Well, I don't have any shout outs, I don't think, this week. No, no, I don't either. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Stay off the internet, you little phrase of beanies. Oh, my God. And leave 13 year olds alone, you Franks and beanies. <laughs> <laughs>